If you're struggling with alcohol or drugs, Recovery Centers of America can help. The holidays are over, the new year is here, and the time to act is now. Expert private care at Recovery Centers of America will get you on the road to recovery today. At our award-winning and fully accredited treatment centers on the Eastern Shore and in Southern Maryland, you will be treated with compassion, dignity, and respect by our dedicated team of professionals. You will also benefit from specialized programs, 24-hour medical care, and the comfort of our outstanding facilities. Let us help you. We will answer your call 24-7 and can get you into treatment as soon as today. If outpatient care is right for you, you can receive a same-day assessment and attend therapy in person or virtually. And because we accept most private insurance plans, you get premium care without the premium price. Don't wait. Start your new year. Start your new life today. Call 1-888-RECOVERY now. That's 1-888-RECOVERY. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? You are listening to Voice of the Fan Sportscast. Brought to you by none other than the voices of the fans. Discussing football, basketball, news, trending topics. The one-stop shop for all things sports. Voice of the Fan Sportscast. Hosted by none other than Ben Swift Reynolds, Taylor Gatwood, and Tyler Wright. All right, guys, welcome to another edition of Sports and Fans Podcast with your host, Ben Reynolds, Taylor Gatwood, Tyler Wright. Man, oh, man, I'm so tired, bro. <laughs> I almost forgot the intro. <laughs> All right, we're going to get tired around here, bro. Man, yeah. man, I just came back from uh, a baseball game, and, uh, bro, I am tired. They win? They win? No, they ain't, they ain't win. They were, they were playing real sloppy tonight. Hmm. Somebody have to come give them some pointers. What do you say? Somebody have to come give them some pointers. They need something, because they're acting like they're confused with the little baseball lit. <laughs> Did my son show him bad sportsmanship? No. What did he do? What happened? Oh. Uh, and you know how you got to shake the player's hand at the end of the game? Yeah. Like, he was slapping their hands really hard. <laughs> I like it, bro. I like it. I like it. He got it from, he got it from you, Ben. <laughs> hey, see, you got to bring some edge to the team, bro. Hey, see, I, uh, I got on to him about it. Now, like, I really can't say much. <laughs> because I remember one time we had a bad loss. Man, they're like, you know, at the end of the basketball game, you got to shake people's hands. Well, I went straight to the locker room. <laughs> Me and Dustin actually walked to the locker room. <laughs> we didn't shake nobody. He <laughs> 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 was like, we ain't shaking nobody. <laughs> so I went on getting on, so I'm like, well, I can't really say much. <laughs> oh, man, but yeah, I was like, yo, you got to chill. You play, you play, you got to be mad yourself because you play a bad game. So, hey, 
And they, at least they he's showing that in. he care about the lungs. At least he's showing that he care about the lungs, bro. You know. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. But he got fought himself for messing up a lot of times too. All right, let's get right into it. All right, the first topic of the night, we're going to talk about the 49ers trading up to the third spot. Of four. They traded with the Miami Dolphins to get to the third spot. And, uh, I mean, you know, that was big news a couple of days ago. A lot of people were shocked. They were like, yo, we thought Jimmy G, they were keeping Jimmy G. But there was reports also that there was, like, trade rumors, but we didn't know how true that was. But uh, the 49ers general manager, John Lynch, and head coach, Kyle Shallon, had a press, held, held a media session with reporters on Monday, during which they spoke about last Friday trade that sent the 12th overall pick and third-round pick in 2021, two, two future first-round picks to Miami Dolphins in exchange for a third pick. So... What's going through your mind when y'all saw that uh, Friday, this last Friday? Looks like, I mean, you don't trade up that high this early unless you're going for a quarterback. And what's so crazy that I saw a report today that's talking about, uh, Cal, uh, Shane was talking about uh, how he excited how Jimmy G that um, they don't think they can get really far without Jimmy G and all that type of stuff. I think that even if they do draft a quarterback there, I think he'll probably get the starting job, and then if he starts screwing up, they're going to put the, the rookie in. I don't know, man. I think if you're drafting a quarterback, if you let's say they are drafting a quarterback that high, then he's coming in as a starter. They could probably have a tra- they probably going to have a uh, no com- a little uh, QB competition in training camp, but you don't draft a quarterback that high to, to just sit for a whole season. Yeah, exactly. That's why I think that maybe Jimmy will start for a couple games and then they'll give it to the rookie. Man, do y'all like that? What the 49ers yeah. did? Who y'all? I don't. That's too bad. Who y'all think they're gonna? Who y'all think they're gonna take though? Well, I think it's, I think it's gonna be one Lawrence, and I think the Jets are gonna get Wilson. So, I mean, maybe Fields or Trey Lance. Yeah, I've seen Trey a lot Lance of good stuff about Fields. I don't know. I, yeah, I say Fields. I'm thinking Fields. Now, Wait, Trey Lance? Is Trey Lance the guy from North, the, where is it, North Dakota? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Fields, they said Fields, Fields had a really good pro day. Like, yeah, I heard that too. One scout says it was like the best he can. Who had a great field day? To my fields. Yeah, field. Yeah, he uh he threw a sixty yard pass on the run. Yeah, he looked good out there. He ran a full four. So he got speed. Not Lamar speed, but he can he can get. That's for sure. Uh, I just feel like the, the I don't know. Because they drafting, if they say they do get fields, they're not winning the Super Bowl, so they're gonna have to uh, get ready for the next season. They might miss some key pieces, and then 
they gonna have to you know revamp or something like that. I think the Forty Nine and win now mode because of how the the, the division has gone. They I can see Shanahan really liking Fields there. I can see him like want to use him like because they like to they like to run the ball a lot and they can be running some read options with Fields because he ran a four four today in his pro day. And that's Cal yeah. Shannon. That's what Cal Shannon do. He like to run that that um that same system that um Baltimore run. Yeah, yeah read options. They, they might be getting Fields. Who gets them further, Fields or or, or, uh, or I, which I guess you could have them learn for a year, I guess. Uh, it's just interesting that they traded all that, just move up, and they talking about Jimmy G is gonna be their starter, and if, and Jimmy G is their guy when they move up to the third pick. And let's say that. They don't even take a quarterback. What's going through your mind then if they don't even draft a quarterback? Like, they go after, I don't know, Kyle, the corner. Maybe the Devontae corner. Smith? What do you say? Maybe Devontae Smith? Yeah, yeah. How y'all feel about that if they get him? They do, um, they do need another receiver. What what pick did they have at first? Um, I think 12. Mm-hmm. You don't think he's gonna be there at twelve? No. Uh, Devontae gonna be going top five. Either like cause uh the Bengals, everybody talking about Bengals might draft a wide receiver, but I see them going with O line to protect Joe Burrow. The Falcons, they might be interested in a receiver. They they need a corner. They need a corner. But Julio, remember what happened Julio these last three seasons? Yeah. Hurt. Hurt. So that's what I'm saying. I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if the Falcons took a receiver. So you know how, remember uh, when they drafted Julio to replace Wadden Wright? Yeah. Yeah. I can but see I mean, they, they already have Ridley there. Yeah, but really engaged. That's not really nothing. But it's something, but it's not going to, like, just kill an opposing team. The Falcons really need defense. They do, but they do. It's just hard not to get one of the offensive juggernaut players, bro. It's just hard because you yeah, can go corner. This is a deep receiver, a pretty good receiver class. You got Jamar Chase. Yeah, Jamar Chase is cool. Yes, he is. Oh, Wadley? What's his name? Uh, Wadley? Waddle? Waddle? Yeah, Waddle. Yeah, Waddle? Yeah, Waddle. Yeah. But if you're the Falcons, would you look at, uh, um, nah, what's that corner's name? Uh, Patrick Satan? Yes. I wouldn't, I'd, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get a receiver first. <laughs> yeah, I, if I were Falcons, I'd probably look at Patrick Satan, to be honest. I just don't see them trading up that high unless they're not taking quarterback. They gotta be. They gotta be. And it gotta be cut. If I'm not getting Wilson or or Trevor, I mean, do I really do I really have to trade up that high to just get fields? Because the Falcons ain't taking fields. Bengals ain't taking a quarterback. Dolphins they they moved to the city. The Lions ain't taking a quarterback, I don't believe. 
I think he might be there at 12. Depending, I don't remember the draft order, who drafts where. Well, I'm looking at it right now. At the Lions now, this is where it gets interesting. They need to be ahead of the Panthers. Now, the Panthers might take a quarterback. Now, I remember they're trying to t- trade Teddy Bridgewater. So, and Denver. Denver might not be completely sold on Drew Locke. And a lot of, fans, a lot of different fans are upset with him. So, those two teams can really be looking at a quarterback. So, you need to be at least the top ten in the, I say top five, which I guess that's why they trade up to be third to take fields. Because they're looking at the Panthers and they're probably looking at the Broncos like these guys can really use fields. Yeah. It's going to be interesting, though. I was really shocked. And uh, what about the Eagles what? trading up? What are they trading him? Uh, uh, the Eagles traded that first rounder with the Dolphins. The Dolphins and Eagles swapped. So the Eagles, the 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 Dolphins got the 49ers 12th pick. Then the Eagles wanted to move back. So the Dolphins moved back into the top 10. The Dolphins received uh, the Eagles' sixth, sixth round, meaning the uh, yeah, sixth pick. So now the I Eagles take our pick in 12. I think the Dolphins wanted to move down a couple spots, like from three to six. Mm-hmm. Because they they're probably gonna get receiver. I think they're gonna get Chase or Devontae if he's there. If Devontae's not there, I'll, I bet they get Chase. Man, they need to be worrying about the old line. Who the quarterback? Is? Yeah. Oh, you talking about the Dolphins? I don't know why I'm thinking about the Bengals. The Dolphins taking a receiver. No, you know what? I'll think about this for the Dolphins. How about they take the running back Harris? That's too early. Yeah. It doesn't matter too early if that's the favorite player on the board. And they need a running back. They have a later. They have two first round picks. They got they two first they got they're picking at eighteenth. Or yeah, they're yeah, yeah, yeah. They got like eighteen and six. Don't they? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, they got six and eighteenth. Yeah, they probably get Harris there at 18. I don't know if Cardinals might take him at 16. Maybe but the like Patriots. Can, I don't know. At 6, I feel like they're either taking um, – well, they're they're not going to take Sertain because they already have a good corner. They got Byron Jones and Xavier Howard. Mm-hmm. They, don't, uh, they don't need much. They need some offensive weapons and maybe a uh, – a guard or something like that. But the Eagles, who do you think the Eagles trying to position them for if they trade it back to 12? Mm, they need another receiver, too. <laughs> they just a receiver last year, Rager. I know they passed some Justin Jefferson for him. Hey. Yeah, the Eagles need to take a receiver, but their defenses, their corners are so bad. Their corners are horrible, man. I don't know. Oh, I don't, which one are you trying to fix up first? Then some people have Kyle Pitts going Kyle to the Eagles. I like that. That'd be yeah, a big difference. They just got rid of her. Dog. 
Yeah, yeah. they just got rid of uh, Zach Ertz. They going to get rid of Zach Ertz. I don't know if they cut him already or what. A lot yeah. of a lot of scouts had him as the best. Well, he's a tight end, but they had him as the best receiver in the game. Mm-hmm. He might go top 10. But I don't know if he'll be there yeah. as well. They, some people have him going to the Bengals. I'm like, why would the Bengals take him when Joe Burrow just hurt his leg last year because he's on a sack? I, believe, I really believe if you're going to protect your franchise quarterback or protect your, your number one guy, you need to build around him. So he, he need to build that old line so he have time to throw. And, may, and maybe, um, like I said, maybe Bengals find a dominant rough with a receiver where they where later on in the draft instead of taking a receiver early and they missing out on key guards or, or key old linemen. That would be nasty if they got Pitts though, because they're but they don't really have a, t- a good tight end, but they got good. I mean, they're pretty good receivers. They got T. Higgins and uh, Tyler Boyd. They're yeah. both pretty good. That's what I'm saying. Like Joe Burrow needs time to throw. You don't want your best your best your best guy on your team getting sacked. The franchise quarterback and sat multiple times. Remember that's what Russell Wilson was complaining about. Yeah, but man, Pitts, that dude might be a generational tight end. Man. That dude might be hard to pass up on. Mm, yeah, but what's the, it might be hard to pass up on. I've seen Saints play, pass up on a lot of generational type players, but they also focused. Yeah, they also focus on fixing online because you don't understand if you don't look at Patrick Mahomes. He was under pressure in the Super Bowl the whole time. He couldn't get to the, his best players. So what's the point of having, like, dominant receivers if you can't get the ball to them? Well, they got their – last year the Bengals took um, that Williams guy, that left tackle from Alabama mm-hmm. uh, in the first round. And uh, I think they got him, like, 11th or something. Like they had two first-round picks last year. And then, like, he, like, tours ACL, like, first week of camp or something like that. So, like, he'll be back next year. And he was, like, 11th overall pick. Yeah, so, just one guy, they, though. I don't, yeah, I don't really know their whole situation. Is there O-line it's hard. Bad? It's hard. They, that O-line is bad, man. Yeah, they're probably going to take a tackle or – I could probably – I could see them taking a tackle. Yeah. All right, guard. When you can't get Joe Miston to, to you know – Open lanes, then it's bad. Joe Mixon had a horrible year. Yeah. So to help out the quarterback, you need a you need an O line, you need a running game, and they had neither. Hey, this yeah. is all How y'all feel about Mac Jones? Man, hey, did y'all see that video of Mac Jones uh, pro day and Bill Belichick was there watching him? Taking his hand. Yeah. <laughs> hey, dude. Matt Jones stepped back and overthrew his receiver, and Bill Ted just shook his head like in disgust. Like, I don't know why he's shaking his head. He should be used to it. He, I don't know why he's shaking his head. He he should be used to it. Kyle Cam Newton do is overthrow people, so he should be used to it. Come on. <laughs> he, he should be shocked. Like, dang. Like, yeah, you see it all year, buddy. You saw it all last year. <laughs> It's just with a younger guy, you probably can fix it. But Cam Newton older and got bad arm. So I don't know why he was shocked that Matt Jones just he was looking just disgusted by Matt Jones overthrow. He you know <laughs> he saw playing with Cam, so I don't know why he looked like that. All right, let's go on and get into the NC West. We're gonna break down the NC West. 
Uh, going to try to see what these teams going to do. Try to fit so many teams. Chicago, we'll start off with the Chicago Bears. Uh, they, you know, they signed Andy Dalton. They signed Damian Williams. They brought back Allen Robinson. They signed a couple of uh, old linemen. Uh, let me see some noble signings. They signed Desmond Trufant. What do the Bears need in order to, uh, you know, win the division and, and take them to the top? Well, this what is the NFC, NFC North, isn't it? Did I say West? Yeah. Oh, I got my page on the wrong one. Yeah, NFC North. My bad, my bad. I'm glad, I'm glad you caught that. Let me, I'll put it on the wrong one. Let me go back. Where's my marker? Where's my bookmark? My bookmark took me to the wrong page. Didn't we do NFC North last time? Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. I still have my bookmark on NFC North. All right, NFC West. Yeah. Here we go. We'll start off with the Cardinals. All right, so, you know, they they, they signed A.J. Green. Uh, They still really got their whole team intact. They signed J.J. Watt. They bolster up their O-line. Um, what else do the Cardinals need to, uh, you know, finish – least beat the Rams in this division or, or uh, Seattle because those are really two juggernauts. Mm. It comes down to Kyler Murray, really. Uh, and their offense is fine. They got a great offense. They, but I think they do need to get a, a running back. That's about it. And you think Harry's going to fall all the way down to um... – not that far, God. They picking sixteenth, and you know, you that, might, uh, a lot of teams have him projected around those numbers. Because a lot of people don't really like taking running backs that early. So he well, might. They, Chase Edmonds can't run the ball the whole season. I think he'll. I think he'll drop. I think he'll drop there. So, if you're the Cardinals, are you looking at Harris? Yeah, I think that's what I'd take. Man, they really they they don't have a tight end either. But they have a, a committee of tight ends. Yeah, they're gonna have to get if they wanna get pits, they're gonna have to trade up. Yeah, I won't even think about pits. I'm just thinking about no need. I feel like they really don't have a tight end either. But they really need a running back more. Uh, even though they finished sixth in rushing yards and sixth in rushing attempts, so that's that. So with Drake leaving, that leaves a hole. But also Kyle Murray did run, you know, a couple of times. You think uh, like what do they do? They need any corners or anything on defense? Yeah, they, yeah, they need a corner. Who is their number one corner? I know they don't got Pat Pete no more. Mm-mm, yeah, they lost Patrick Peterson. Didn't they sign the corner? Another corner? Yeah, no, they, uh, signed, they signed Malcolm Butler, I think. Uh, yeah, they did. They signed Malcolm Butler to a one-year deal. So, I mean, they looking at him to patch up the side that Patrick Peterson was on. 
Okay, look at him to be the number two corner. Yeah, because they got Drake, Drake, uh, Drake Kirkpatrick. Okay. Um, yeah, he's on the other side. So, yeah, they, they signed Michael Butler because they lost Patrick Peterson. But I feel like this is, they just need to run it back. Yeah, you just can't go in the season without with Chase Ed- Edmonds. You got you got them over the uh over the Seahawks. I don't know. Hey, I say I don't know because Seattle still have Russell Wilson, yeah. and they did bring three, back three teams can come out. Three teams can make the playoffs at that division, man. Say that again. I said I think three teams are going to make it out of that division again for the playoffs. You said three? Yeah. It's hard to get three teams in in the same division to the playoffs. With Tampa and the Saints, Cowboys coming back, Redskins, Packers. I'm saying, I think they have a chance to have three. Like, there's a good chance, like a decent chance, better than any other division. It just all depends on their experience, to be honest. Like I said, because uh, they twin first in rush defense, so they can't stop running there very well. So they need to bolster up that D line. And uh, like I said, they they were sits in rushing yards and sits in rushing attempts. So they they their whole game the whole game plan is based on rushing the ball too. And they lost a big part of it in Kenyon Drake. I just the Cardinals, man, they up and down. You know, they start off hot and then they literally got cooled off by the end of the season. And everybody hype. What type of leap type of leap that Kyler Murray makes? Yeah, it just all depends on Kyler Murray. Though I said because of Russell Wilson still with Seahawks, then I still give the Seahawks Seahawks the edge. Because they got a veteran leader. And the Cardinals are just not they 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 are a splash play team. You know, they gotta get some splash plays. If they don't get that splash play then it's gonna be a long game for them. Yeah, uh, I think their run defense will be a lot better though, because like at the end of the year last year Chandler Jones was hurt. And then JJ's coming over, and he's a good—he's a really good run defender. I, I still need to bolster up the interior, that D tackle. Yeah, I could see not... that. Jaron Reed, yeah, from the that the Chiefs got. Mm-hmm. I, they should have picked him up, or tried to anyway. Oh, they, I'm sure they probably tried, but that'd have been a good pick up. So on the job. Which I'll take in to help this team. I'm taking a running back. Yeah, I can see him going running back first round, maybe interior interior D lineman second round. Tyler, what you drafting first for the Cardinals? Give you the GM. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Wait a minute, I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah, yeah. Wait, here it is. Dear Luke. Have a great summer. P.S. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years because we help save people money. So wait, you're saying Jeremy copied you? 
<laughs> yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Unjunk your sleep during Mattress Firm's President's Day sale and wake up a better you. Shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets. Plus, get a $300 instant gift good towards sleep accessories. We've got your perfect bed in stock for immediate delivery and with a low price guarantee, so you can rest assured you're getting the best price. Only at Mattress Firm, the number one Tempur-Pedic retailer. Restrictions apply. See store for details. I think the second is running a bit. Yeah. Kenya Drake was a huge piece. Like he caught the ball and he ran it. So they missing that factor for them. All right, let's move on. If they get Najee Harris, that's a game changer. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. They they need to get him at 15. If the Patriots, the Patriots, I don't know. I can never tell what the Patriots are going to do. Uh, are the Patriots going to try for a QB? I don't know. Are they going to try for a running back? Running back? I don't know because, um, you know, Sonny Michelle ain't paying out. Did he get released? Oh, he's still on the team. He's still on the team, I'm pretty sure. Okay. He was memory. He got bumped down to running back death charts. Man, honestly, you said the Patriots, right? Mm-hmm. I couldn't see them taking a the quarterback. You can or you can't? I can. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what the Patriots thinking because they need a lot of things. They need a receiver. They need a running back. They need a quarterback. But I feel like, cause like I feel like you got to be looking for the future of your your team. Like Cam, you know, Cam makes your future. Mm, yeah. But you see how long it's some, it's some good quarterback. Exactly. Look where we in. Like it's some good quarterback in this draft. I I would I might would take a quarterback. Yeah. Look if they, they bear it. The Cardinals better hope they take the quarterback because I also can see them taking a run back. Now, they didn't bring back um, James James White. I don't believe they brought back James White. Yeah, no, they did. They brought back James White. They brought him back? Yeah, but he's not okay. like a... He's, not he's a, a scat back. back. He's a scat back. Yeah. I'm looking at these mock drafts and somebody got them taking Mac Jones and one of them could Matt Jones actually play in New England? He don't have a strong arm. He's he, he got a solid arm. Like, yeah, throwing I some bad conditions. That's true. That's very true. Remember, that was a knock on Chad Penny, Chad Pennington with the Jets. He didn't have a strong arm. They, in New York, you got to throw against that wind and cold air. All right, let's move on to the Rams. Rams don't have too many holes, man. They literally can be a Super Bowl favorite, to be honest. You know, they made a blockbuster trade uh, for Matthew Stafford. And, you know, they sent Jared Groff to the Lions and 2021 third-round pick and first-round picks in the 2020 and 23rd draft. Then they signed his son Jackson and brought back. They they signed Leonard Floyd. Where are the holes in, on this team when y'all look at the Rams? 
they putting the stack on another stack. I mean, this yeah. defense literally ranking almost every number one in almost every category in defense, pass, rush, stats, like you name it. They you know, they're like either top five or number one. So that's ridiculous. And now they got Stafford. Oh my word. Yeah, they're going to be scary. Woo. Browns, man. Y'all don't need to be fixed, to be honest. Y'all just need, like, one or two pieces. Y'all still got Everett at tight end. And, uh... Higby. Yeah, Tyler Higby at the other end. I mean... And they're pretty decent when you call on their number. So, guys, y'all set. Y'all ready for a Super Bowl run. I, but it gonna come if y'all don't win Super Bowl, it will come back and bite y'all the end because y'all don't have all these major contracts and no draft pick. If y'all don't win Super, y'all better pray y'all win Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. If you don't, y'all gonna be sorry for years. <laughs> um, I mean, years, man. All right. Uh, let's move on to. Yeah, we did the Forty Nine. We did. The Rams. No, we did the Cardinals. We did the 49ers. Let's, let's move on to 49ers. Well, Kyle, we already talked a little bit about, about the 49ers. They really need a quarterback. I don't just put it like right there. They need a corner, a quarterback and a cornerback. And I'm I'm pretty sure I'm taking a quarterback. Yeah. To keep over this division, you, how, how y'all know this, the quarterbacks in this division? Yeah, floated. Who 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 we looking at? Kyle Kyler Murray. Oh, Russell Wilson. Matthew, Matthew Stafford. Stafford. Yep. Matthew Stafford. They need a freaking Jimmy G ain't gonna get done. Jimmy G, you, you just gonna miss the Giants. Your game management skills ain't gonna work here. Unless that defense just just to stop the mess out of these teams and y'all just run the ball down their throats, which I don't see that happening, especially versus the uh the uh the rounds and maybe the Cardinals if they continue to bust up that D line, y'all just not gonna run the ball down their throats with Raheem Mustard. So y'all gonna need a playmaker quarterback. Y'all need somebody dynamic. A young, fiery guy. And Fields, man, I hate it for you, bro. I don't like the 49ers, so I don't have to root against you when uh, y'all play against other people. But I don't root against you, but I'm going to be rooting for you. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to try to make it work. Uh, So I want you to throw, I want you, I want you to throw for 4,000 yards, but I don't want y'all to win. <laughs> so, man, it's just going to be... They gonna need a quarterback in a corner. Uh, well, they did sign Jason Verrett, but he been injury prone most of his career. They lost Richard Sherman, so they need a they need a corner because we already know Richard Sherman isn't coming back. They said their receiver, their O line is pretty pretty good. Um, they see the, they 13th in passing yards. But the eighth, eighth, eighteenth in allowed quarterback completion. So that's why I say they need a corner 
and they need at least get that passing game in the top ten to or compete in this division. But that that defense still south though. What y'all think? Yeah. Yeah, they had a lot of injuries last year. They did on both sides of the ball. Because remember, just not just a year ago, they were in the Super Bowl. Like, so they still got that defense. They had the Super Bowl one too. Do what? They were really about to win it, too. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't. Don't like the 49ers. I'm so glad they didn't win the Super Bowl. Who, who do you like besides the Tangles? I like. All right, let me put it like this. I like players. <laughs> you got so I like certain. I like certain players. So if a player goes to the team, I might root for that team. Or I might, if I feel like a, this player gonna be good, then I might root for him to to succeed. Like Josh Allen, everybody down with Josh Allen. So I start rooting for Josh Allen and to know for him to succeed because everybody's so down on him. I'm kind of like the same way on Baker. Like, I like Baker's personality, so I want him to succeed. It just all depends on, you know, the person's attitude and if they are underdog or something like that. I like Julio. I, I root for Julio. I, I always draft him on my fantasy team, but lately he's been screwing me. So uh, I'm probably not going to draft him anymore because he's been injured a lot. But I like Julio. I really do. I, I like Julio. He's my number one receiver in the NFL. See, Tyler, like, oh, y'all are trying, trying to put me on the spot, man. Nah, you be wild on it, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> now, I can tell you who I don't like, Cam Newton. <laughs> we know. <laughs> <laughs> Let that be known, Cam Newton. <laughs> Yeah, it's not uh, I got us another. I got us another poll too. What? Oh, like I know you. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly. We we'll, we we'll reveal it. Um, uh, Thursday. Can y'all do a podcast Thursday? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay, we can reveal it Thursday. But um, there's not too many players that when Michael Vick was playing, I didn't like Michael Vick that much. Uh, because. The Falcons and all that type yeah, of stuff. He played for the Falcons. Yeah, he played for the Falcons. That's what I understand. So I didn't like when you went to Eagles. I, I saw room for him. I started liking him. All right, let's move on to the Seahawks. Hawks. Man, they got a lot of work to do on the O line. Ooh, hey, I just I, while I was thinking about this when I said the name. What about y'all took a corner or a D line instead of offensive lineman in the first round? Who? I said, what about if Seattle Seahawks took a D lineman or a corner in the first round <laughs> instead of a... Yeah, Russell going to be pissed. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I forgot about two. I didn't know I think about this, too. What's so bad about it, though? Here's the kicker. When I was saying that, I just remembered this. They don't have a first-round pick. Yeah, we'll make him get up on there and see what happens to the first round pick. 
but I cannot remember. Huh? You said see who they what they traded? Yeah, I forgot how they lost their first round pick. But yes, yeah, so, so now they they now they can't really build that O line. They signed they did sign four three guards and a tackle in the offseason. Uh, they acquired Gabe Jackson in a trade from the Raiders. I don't know how good that is. Got a Raider O line, you know they they had their problems too sometimes. Um, what's this guy named? They signed Ethan Pock. I don't know who that is. Jordan Simmons. They resigned him from the from the uh, Seahawks. They ain't gonna try to pronounce his name. Cedric. He's an offensive tackle. I don't even know what his last name is, but they the Seahawks resigned him. So why they resigning some of these guys? It was just kind of terrible. They they traded the first round pick for Jamal Adams. Oh wow! <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> no wonder Russell Wilson's mad. <laughs> like, you trade for Jamal for Jamal. What are you talking about? No, that's bad, bro. <laughs> that's right. That's right. What oh, they call God. what they call him? Uh, they call they got a new name for him too. Well, Jamal Adams. Yeah, Jamal Adams. I forget, man. The uh, the fans got name nickname for him too, but I can't remember. Did they say you can't really cover? Yeah, they call him something. They call him. Oh man, I wish I could remember what they they what nickname they gave him. But yeah, he can't cover so. Wow, Seahawks! Y'all gave up a first runner for Jamal Adams, and y'all needed O line really bad, like really, really bad. Oh, I'm about to go over this stats real quick, so we can go and wrap up this division. Uh, they 29th in stats per game. Uh, so that's all you need to know about the O line. They they were they give up a lot of stats per game and um uh, it was, they actually were twelfth in rushing yards. So they actually could run the ball. But another thing, they were thirtieth in pass yards allowed, so they need a corner. But you just literally trade your first round pick for a safety. So that was kind of backwards. Well, Seattle you know, I have put my faith in y'all to come at least come in second in y'all division, but with with all with these type of needs y'all have, and I just I don't know the Cardinals made the I not I say I give my chances to Forty Niners coming in second more than the Cardinals. That's just my opinion. Really? Yeah. I got the Cardinals. It depends on what they do at quarterback. Yeah, if if they get fields, I can still see them coming in second. Oh, I think the Cardinals are going to take a, a step next year, too. I think they're going to be better. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're going to see with Cal Murray. Like you say, they start off hot, then they just drop off the face of the earth. Same with Seattle. Seattle mm-hmm. started hot, hot last six some games. They they just they couldn't get nothing going. All right, so that's the NC NC West we just did. Sorry, guys, for earlier saying the NC North. I got I went back to my old notes. 
Uh, so we just did NC West. Hopefully, uh, some of these teams be able to put some some of that draft picks to use and get some of the needs they have and you know, fill some holes, guys. Though they're gonna be a tough division next year, and all them better bring it. All right, let's move on to uh, well, let's talk about this real quick. I just want to get everybody where everybody thinking right now about this. Uh, how did y'all feel about the 17 game season? Man, I like it. Yeah, I have no problem with it. A lot. Um, yeah. Well, they took away a preseason game, so they just added an extra, uh, extra regular season game. That's all. I mean, I, it would, I would just say it like this. It wouldn't bother me if they didn't add it or they did. You know, I'm still feeling the same, like, okay, we got football. We still got football. Like, it doesn't make it like. Yeah, maybe, I, was, I don't just really see the point in it. Like, <laughs> you know, we still, okay, I had an extra game. Yay. If y'all don't add an extra game, okay, yay. <laughs> okay, what's the point? But, hey, we got. One more football game, so. But some of the NFL players are mad about that. Yeah. Taylor, you didn't say what you thought about it. I like it. Uh, because, I mean, obviously more football is better. Yeah. And also, nobody really watches preseason, so might as well. I, I'm probably like the one only guys who like watching preseason games. I'm not watching preseason games. I get off. I get off work early. I don't know about that now. I get off work early to go. Kyle wants to see what my team have. I want to see what the third screen corner is. He gonna be a gym? Like I want to see what my team has as backup to see if they really building or to see how strong my team really is. And I like to learn new players. Like okay, number number thirty three. He's pretty good. Who is that? You know. You get to see them guys compete, and you you just want to see their journey and see them make it. Yeah. All right, let's move on to NBA. Dustin, in the house. Yo. Yep. What's up? Not much, man. And uh, I know you got a lot to talk about with the NBA. <laughs> Uh, look, that thing you sent you sent to me about KD. We might talk about that next part. I want I want to set aside uh, that specific altercation for the next part <laughs> because I, okay. I really want to. I really want. I ain't get a chance to really read the comments and get like dive into it and see where everybody's saying has uh has undisputed even talked about it yet. No, I don't think they will. Um, uh, they'll probably talk about it tomorrow. Yeah, so I, I want to wait till uh, the went Thursday till we talked about. It. I just want to, I just want to dive into the comments and give the merge and to you know yeah. see what everybody's thinking. Cause yeah, I, I was reading it, I was like, why are you talking like you like you just a straight up beast and fighting like you just like you Goku bro like you making threats like I don't like I'm about to get like see now I'm about to get into it let me stop let me start right there yeah, like you Goku 
Like, like, right, we're getting to it in this podcast. See, I'm already getting ready. I'm already getting fired up, man. We're talking about this in this podcast. Sorry, that was a preview. That was a preview. Go, Oh, man. Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll talk about Lakers signing Drummond. What were y'all initial reactions to that? I thought it was a very good move for them due to, uh, you know, the moves everybody else is making and the fact that both AD and LeBron are out right now. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's, a good, it's a good move. AD plays best when he's next to another big. You know, he's he fragile. He don't like garden singers. Oh, and yeah, that's, that's true, too. And so they'll take care of that problem when they go against the Nets, right? You don't have to worry about you know, guarding uh, who that might be in the start, Aldrich. Oh, Aldrich might cook him, man. Go on. <laughs> they don't have to worry about guarding Aldridge. Aldrich. Aldrich mid-post game is crazy. So mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about that problem. Uh, drama would be guarding Aldrich. Yeah. What'd you say there, Taylor? Don't think Aldridge even going to start to them, man? They had him, like, I don't know. I just seen a whole bunch of cover art, and they had Aldridge in the starting five. So, I don't know. Cause you know how you – it all depends on how you gel as a team. Yeah. They just got a bunch of people over there, bro. <laughs> but that bunch of people will help out in the, in the second squad, though. I think that will really where come in handy. You just have a lot of different tools. You just you just throw them in the in a pile together, and they probably come together in, in on the second team. They got a bunch yeah, of power forwards. <laughs> right. As long as they don't they don't mess up the the, the star rotation, you can, you can just throw bodies in the second second stream. I'm sure they ain't getting no stand. If you think they getting some shots off Kyrie and KD and and James. They crazy. That's why I put Aldridge in the starting lineup. Because he, he won't even have to command the ball, though. Aldridge's not that really that dude, just like, you I know. Mean, I don't think so he, that's, his, that's his game, though. Yeah, like, he's he's a catching in the post, get a bucket type player. I believe he gets in touch with Harden. Like, I don't, I think he fits right in. Cause like I said, he's not going to be demanding. You know, they're like, oh, we got to feed him. We got to feed him. No. You really know Harden. I'll just, I'll just like Harden. Long man, I think they're gonna be nasty for a trade. Oh, oh. All right, Dustin. What you were saying? I was saying I think Aldridge is just is just there for a range. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean that's the whole reason he initially went to San Antonio was to you know win the championship. Yeah, you know some things kind of you know. Just real, thing, so I don't think he was just command the ball. I think he mm-hmm. just want to yeah, bring. He want to do anything. Like, the the best of his career, you know, this this long gone. Yeah. All right, Taylor, what you were saying? I said I think that pick and roll with Harden and Aldridge will be nasty, like a pick and pop. Mm-hmm. Aldridge like the, like that mid range shot. I think that could be pretty dirty. That's what I'm saying, so. I, I think Aldridge fit right in. You know, he ain't going to do nothing out of ordinary. 
I like him sitting on the Lakers better though, honestly. <laughs> I bet you. If he was gonna ring, if he was gonna ring, Chase might win. Man, nobody wants. No look, hey, right you see how everybody don't want to sign with LeBron. <laughs> okay. I was gonna say you remember that you remember that first year he went to to the Lakers. You remember nobody uh nobody wanted to go over there and play with him. Yeah, exactly. He had a big AD. Come on, man. Come on, <laughs> come on, man. You, you be the vocal point. I promise you. <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll get you out of New Orleans, bro. Just come on. I'm, I'm coming to LA, man. I'll get you to a bigger market. Man, he probably sitting roses and everything. <laughs> nah, you got my boy Brian messed up, bro. <laughs> Try to woo him. Chocolate's made out of Lakers, <laughs> Lakers logo. Chill out, bro. Hey, I'm just, hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. You can't knock that. You can't knock that. Hey, my boy put the whole team on the same block. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "You see what I did for you? I did this for you. <laughs> my love is real." <laughs> hey, cuz boy, this boy's in the locker room, man. <laughs> man, man, man Trey, wait, the whole team for this dude, bro, man. You bro, know it's real. Pieces. He give up all his side pieces to have, baby. Man, that dude <laughs> right here. Man, he said he'd give up the whole world for you, baby. He can have anything he wants. <laughs> Be like T.I. He can have whatever you like. <laughs> They needed that because uh, Jama can actually score too. He can actually bang the boards, and that that bring a nice presence uh, to that squad. All right, let's move on to the Clippers and Rondo. Did we did we not say oh, this last oh. couple podcasts that what the what oh. the Clippers need? Point guard. Point guard. Now, Dustin, I'll ask Dustin first. How you how you feel about this? I mean, I don't think it's gonna help too much. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, he's like, well, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> he knew he was gonna say that, bro. I know. <laughs> that's why I asked. He's like, well, I don't think that. Yeah. Hey, come on, come on, Dustin. Come on, dog. Raise your hand, run, though. Yeah. <laughs> He was actually Raiders the key like piece to Lakers. Like he was one of the keys to helping the Lakers win the championship. He was off. He was off the bench for Lakers too. But now he's the starter. He's like forty years old. Okay, but he still oh can contribute. God. Oh my goodness, God! Y'all saw. Look, how can y'all talk away, about this? You gave away Lou Williams. Lou Williams, yeah. Raja. Well, we already saw, but we saw Lou Williams already like on the down, 
downhill. So. True, but he was he was also coming off the bench too. But you they they're gonna start Rajon Rondo. So who they got to replace Lou Williams coming off the bench? Patrick that's, Beverly. That's a solid point. <laughs> that's a solid point. <laughs> Patrick Beverly. <laughs> I don't. I, they probably look. They, I'm pretty sure they got some smart people in that office. So they probably thought about this. They probably got some player that they know about. They come out the bench, they can put points for them. Or maybe they thinking. Or maybe they thinking when when the playoffs come around, Kawhi won't be on load management, so it's not even gonna matter. I think. Well, I don't think it does matter too much if they stagger. If they stagger Kawhi and PG minutes. Hmm. I, I just feel like they they know better than us. They know their team better than us. So I'm thinking that Leonard, you know, he's not gonna be him and Paul P uh Paul George, they probably increase minutes and and just cover for that that one empty slot. I feel like you're giving the Clippers front office too much credit, they <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, because... Man, how, how long did it take them to have a winning season? Like, were they even relevant in the in the 90s and through the 2000s? Well, the Lakers was the problem. Uh, you remember they had uh, Darius Miles in them? No, they had uh, Baron Davis. <laughs> no, nah, come on, Tom. They don't do that man like that. <laughs> don't do that uh, man like that. Knuckles to the forehead. That was the only reason I used to watch the movie. Did they not have. Oh, oh, no. That was Lamar Odom. Yeah, Lamar Odom. Who was that point guard? It wasn't Baron Davis. That was going to say. Who was that point guard? They had Sam Cassell for a while. They who? Sam Cassell. Yeah, they had like they had some pieces. They just couldn't, you know, put everything together at the right time. But I'm saying like Rondo, I think that's huge. Cause now they got somebody that can run the offense and give them the ball in the right spot. And it looks like Rondo developed a three, so that's better with Patrick Beverly. Cause they know Patrick Beverly can't shoot. They leave him that man wide open on the perimeter every time. That's why he gets so happy. That's why he gets so happy when he make a three. <laughs> huh? Man, do you remember when Boston What'd was playing say? the light? Do you remember when Boston was playing yeah. the light Yeah. Do, do you remember the type of defense they played on Rondo? <laughs> I remember there was one play. I think Derek Fisher, Rondo was at the three-point line. Derek Fisher was all the way back <laughs> behind the free throw line. <laughs> Let this man shoot. But that was back then. This is not now. I bet they won't do it now. Hmm. I, I bet they will. Man, what in the world Rondo was putting up 20 and 20 games then. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I bet they won't leave him open on a three-point line now. God, remember, remember that series? He he made like four threes that game. Like he was knocking them down with no like no he hesitation. About, 
He made like four threes that whole series. But that's all it took, right? <laughs> that's all we asked for. We didn't ask for more. I'm saying if the opportunity arise, he gonna he gonna knock it down. He gonna take it. Like before, he would just pass it. But now he take that opportunity and knock down that shot. So who you who you rather have shooting that ball, Patrick Beverly or Rondo? Really have either one. <laughs> <laughs> nah, y'all gotta answer oh. this. You can't be no neither one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Y'all like, want, y'all, yeah. like, I answer it for y'all. Y'all take a run though. I answer it for y'all. Y'all take a run though to shoot that shot. Nah, nah <laughs> Ben, your question is like asking would you so would you rather Stevie Wonder or Ray Charles? Oh my word! That's what you That is not. Oh my word! You just sent that to the screen. Hey, Patrick Beverly shooting forty two percent from three this year. Out of how many? But how? How? Uh, how many attempts? Fifty for one nineteen. Good lord! I just looked up Rajon Rondo free throw percentage. He is a sixty-two point eight percent. I didn't say anything about free throws. I'm, I'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> a point guard. Sixty-two percent. Hey, we not talking about free throws. We talking about three pointers. He ain't getting fouled that much. Nah. Okay, okay. It's the time in crunch time in crunch time in, in a crunch time game. Who is the first person that the team is going to foul when you inbound the ball? The point guard. You don't pass it to him. Okay, what's LeBron free throw percentage? Dude, why did you bring LeBron into this? (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm trying to see something. No, I'm trying to see something. Somebody said, I'm trying to see something. It's my first career. I want to hear it, though. Roger's like 70-something, probably. Okay. I think it's around 75. He's 74 for his career. Mm, I'll see. LeBron's 74. But, no, look, Rondo going to bring playmakers because they have zero playmakers. He's going to get the ball. kind of. He's gonna bring some accountability to their locker room, but like, he ain't put all that stuff that PG be doing. Yeah. He not Rondo ain't Rondo ain't with the funny, but well, I, I will say this: his, his interaction with Kawhi, I'm I'm curious to see how how that's gonna work. And he gonna let Kawhi know <laughs> straight up, like we ain't, we ain't doing that funny stuff, man. Yeah, I, I will give Rondo that. He, he definitely about that. Yeah, that's why that's why I say it's a good thing because now he, Rondo is going to be the leader of this team, not Kawhi, not Paul George, Rondo, and you want that, especially from point guard. You want that, that. Dude, but, yeah, I mean Rondo at the end of his career, you know, that's, nearing the end of his career, you you asking a lot of him. You basically asking him to be that, you know. Year one, year two, year three, raising a rondo with the Boston Celtics again. I'm just saying he showed flashes with the Lakers, so I think he still got a lot left. 
I mean, great players are always going to show flashes, you know, when they get older. It, it's just, are, are they able to do that, you know, on a consistent basis? That's where, you know, LeBron and Chris, the Chris Pauls, you know, are really impressive because they've been able to sustain, you know, a high high level, you know, uh, career. Like I just say this. Rondo is probably the, yeah, throughout their career. But I say this, Rondo is probably the only consistent thing going to the team right now. What event comes once a year and could change how you see the world around you? The answer? When your vision benefits renew. And now that they have, there's no better time to visit your neighborhood Pearl Vision, where they'll cover your out-of-pocket cost or insurance copay for your eye exam. Schedule your family's eye exams at pearlvision.com. Valid prescription required. Valid at participating locations. Restrictions apply. Taxes extra. See store for details. Ends 4-30-2022. Exams available at the Independent Doctors of Optometry at or next to Pearl Vision. Some doctors employed by Pearl Vision. The I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So they need him. Yeah, they showing a lot of inconsistency. I'm saying they should try to get Kyle Lowry. It seemed like the Raptors wasn't budging. Oh, you had to get a book, get bit. The Lakers try to get Kyle Lowry. Yeah, they were asking for it. Even Lakers had to back off. They couldn't get him. Because they Raptors think this man like the best top five point guard. They they should have told Uncle Dennis they were gonna need their private jet back. <laughs> hey, Uncle Dennis, throw in that private jet you just bought Kawhi. <laughs> I mean, the private jet Kawhi just bought you. Throw that in there. <laughs> oh my goodness! But all right, so the next sign, Aldrich. Reaction. It was a good move. I was I was happy for uh, Aldrich. He. He deserves it after that whole after Kawhi pretty much stabbed him in the back. Yep. Tyler, you don't have no feelings on that? You just like whatever. Oh, it ain't the Rockets. <laughs> <laughs> I mean obviously I want Harden to be green, but I mean it's not gonna it's not gonna feel the same. Yeah. So you ain't too excited about it. you just like, man, we couldn't get this man no help. Brooklyn is talking about signing uh, DeMarcus Cousins, too, possibly. Signing who? DeMarcus Cousins. The, the next? Yep. No, he's not. He'd be solid off the bench. Nah, he's in the He have so many bigs, bro. He don't need to go there. How many bigs they got? They got DeAndre Jordan. Nicholas Black, Aldridge. Who? Nicholas Black. That's a move. Yeah, and Claxton. And Jeff Green. Oh, no more dude. Yeah, they probably have no use for him, but like I said, you never can have. You never. 
not having too much of a bench is never a bad thing. I mean, I don't think he mind riding the bench if he got a ring. Because I mean, that's that's pretty much all he can, you know, do at this point. Is yeah, and just get ring. He probably don't care. He his body banged up. He probably give you a couple minutes anyway with them knees. So, all right. More power to them. Nets already number one in the in the East. So they just signed Aldridge. They just make them even more better. And now uh, they actually can play small ball. Can play. No, they can play any type of game you try to play, pretty much. Tempo. Huh? That's what makes them scared. They can play small ball. Mm-hmm. They can play, they can play big. Mm-hmm. They can play up-tempo. They can slow it down. You know, they can do it all. So, that would, that would kind of, that would kind of get the Lakers advantage, too, because Lakers, they can speed up or slow it down. And they they last year they actually had a big squad like they can go big or go small, so that would help them out last year because they can they they could switch it up by throwing in Dwight Howard or or throwing in McGee if they want to go big or they want to get faster you know they take them out and, and throw uh what's uh what's the name what was it Morris yeah yeah Morris they threw Morris in. It, even like even KD can play a small ball five with his length, mm-hmm. seven feet. Yeah, God, didn't the Warriors do that? They put KD at the four or something like that. The, yeah, they paired him and Draymond as the big. That's, man, that's yeah, big. that's what they did. They put Draymond at the they 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 were like interchangeable, but it really like Draymond at the five, KD at the four, and they it was actually it was like small ball, but them guys are not small. <laughs> they them guys can run the court. And they did that with Iggy Dow too. Iggy Dow yeah, with Iggy. Playing, yeah, yeah. Playing mm-hmm. They called it the Hampton, the Hampton Five. Yeah. So the Nets can can do that, man. That will make them dangerous. Now that's why uh, LeBron over there said, "Man, I need a month off, man. Like, if I'm gonna be <laughs> in the playoffs, I need a month off." It's stressful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already losing my hair, losing my hairline, so. He, he like, I need, I need to take a month off, guys. And you know, Harden, he been uh balling as usual. He had a, a couple of great nights, so I think he has the MVP in the bag, in my opinion. Thanks, sir. Yeah, I think he has MVP in the bag. Cause LeBron, he's out of race now. Well, the only thing that that hurts Harden is the way he forced his way out of Houston earlier this year. I don't think yeah. the writers gonna. You think you think they gonna care about that? Shannon Sharp does. Shannon. Oh. How, how do all people Shannon Sharp would care about somebody forcing their way out of something? I mean, when it comes that to hard, when it comes to hard being MVP, he does. Cause he didn't. He he says because since he didn't start off with Brooklyn. During the um, season, that he shouldn't um, be considered like an MVP candidate because of it. What logic is that, though? 
No, I mean, I don't agree with him. I don't agree with him because, I mean, the Harden been, I mean, I put it like this, out of any year, the Harden's, uh, you know, been the MVP candidate, I, I honestly feel like this 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 best year to be MVP mm-hmm. with the way. I hope he does. Yeah, I like, like I think it's gonna be an easy decision for NBA riders. I mean, as long as, as I say, as long as Denver, I say he need Denver to. Uh, if Denver got like the number two spot in the West, I mean it, it, it'd probably be tight between him and uh, Jokic. You think so? Yeah. So, just name y'all. Right, let's go like this. Uh, name y'all top three. Uh, Taylor, you name your top three. For the MVP, um, MVP race. I'm going to have to think about that for a second. Cause a lot of people got hurt. There's not really that many in the running, if you think about it. All right. Harden is the Yeah. That's true. Uh, all right, Dustin, you go first, then. Give Taylor time to think about it. Uh, i say Harden. Uh, I would have said LeBron, but since he, I don't think he, since he out. So I'd probably put Jokic, right under Harden, and then number three, and that your number three would be would be uh yeah number three kind of tough. Um, you probably gonna go ahead and give it in Giannis at number three. I mean, yeah, honestly. If, I, I, I would want if the Bulls had a winning record. The Bulls had a winning record. They were like a top four seed in the East. I I honestly want to give it to. Um, I want I want to put Zach Levine at number three. Yeah, but like you said, the record can't do nothing about that. More Dame. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. Doctor. Yeah, I'll think about Dame, too. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah, I, I put him number two behind Harden, actually. Then you have Jokic. Yeah. Okay. Tyler, what you got? Yeah, I got I got Harden, Dame, and Jokic. Tell you about thought about yours. Yeah, that's mine, too. Harden, name, and then... Well, you know, uh, Harden, congratulations. You're now the uh, 2021 NBA <laughs> MVP. VOF spoken. Congratulations. See, I don't know why they just want to ask us, man. We'll get done pretty quick. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's going to depend. I don't know. It, it's going to be... Uh... I don't know. It it may be. It, it depends on how the media feels about Harden. 
you know, when it's voting time. But yeah, apparently, I mean, sports wires hold grudges. Yeah, yeah, they do. But you <laughs> know, I think I, I think he deserves it this year. Yeah. All right. Before we end the show, let's get let's talk about Draymond real quick. Uh, all right. So this this not this this NBA news sort of, but it's kind of like just sports news in general. He he just gave his thoughts on um, women's basketball. So I'm just going to read a couple of tweets for y'all. It's about five. I was about <laughs> you better not read all them tweets. Yeah, it's about five. I want to read five to give y'all a sense of where he's going with this. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot. So y'all bear with me. All right. I've been seeing a lot of talk about pay gap between women and men, especially in sports. It's not even close, but let's stop allowing y'all complaints to fall on deaf ears due to numbers. As long as y'all make the argument about pay while the revenue stays the same, they will continue to point at the revenue not being high enough to cover bigger salaries. While that is true in dang near every business, how do we take that car out of their pockets? That's the key to changing the pay. There's no argument. For the lack of revenue, unless you make those that stand for women actually stand up, the NBA wasn't always the global game that it is today if it wasn't always driven as much revenue as it does today. But there were people behind it building the platform, more importantly, telling individual stories and building up the interest in the players. That's how the game took off. Who's been up y'all platform? Who's telling the individual stories of how great y'all are? Building the interest in transforming women basketball into a global game. Some may think it's a global, but because all the women go to overseas and play during the year, but the global response isn't big enough. Having to go overseas should never be the case, but because the stories are told, especially here in the States, y'all hands are forced. That boy is snapping on Twitter. That boy, he trying, yeah. he trying to rally, rally up some women. Okay. Who wanted who to set this first? Who wanted to I become mean, the villain? I, I, Real quick. <laughs> I mean, Draymond, Draymond definitely always got, got a lot to say on you know, I wish he uh, worked on his uh, his game as much as he uh, talks. But, but uh, I mean, he, he he's got a point. I I would like to see WNBA players get uh, paid more, especially like when you look at like the Diana Taurasi's and you know Sue Bird's. Because um, I mean, they they got some. They got some talent. I, I personally uh, find uh, women's college basketball, you know, uh, a lot more entertaining to watch than WNBA. But every once in a while, it's it just I don't know WNBA where it's like some. It's like you only know some play. Like they have just popular players. They don't really have nobody really knows like anything about the teams. It, it seems like to me, it's like 
you just know certain big names out the WNBA like Candace Parker, you know, Lisa Leslie, um, Cheryl Swoops, Burgess, Diana Taurasi. But you don't really know anything about the team. Like, nobody really ever talk about the team. They just talk about maybe the individual players. So, I mean, he's right, but I, I don't see – I don't see the the pay changing too much. I think the only thing that's going to change with them is they'll probably get more sponsorships for the big name players. Um, but it, it's just hard because just nobody really watches WNBA, which is weird because I know a lot of people that, that do watch, uh, you know, college women's basketball. You know, so I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure more more people watching uh, that UConn and Baylor game, uh, women's game, uh, just as, you know, just as many people watching that as they do, like, men's NCAA and NCAA, and if, if not more. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Tyler, uh, how you feel about uh, – Draymond coming in on women's basketball and and how they want more pay, but they're not getting enough uh, screen time or, you know, no publicity and stuff like that. I mean, that's really just what it is. I don't think he was saying that to be, like, a butthole or nothing. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just real. Like, it's not – and granted, it's, it's getting better. It's like Dustin said, like, Women's college basketball is is really entertaining. So hopefully it can get like that for the WNBA because it's really some good female hoopers out there. Yeah, but yeah, they just got like it just don't generate the revenue that the NBA does. That's really all it is. Taylor, what you say? Uh, I just read back over the comments he said, and honestly, I didn't really see anything that he said that was like wrong or out of the ordinary mm-hmm. for one. He usually does say some, some weird stuff, but this time it seemed like he uh, was right. It didn't seem like he was, like, trying to, you know, really choose a side. He was trying not to be hypocritical. So, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I don't mind what he says. Yeah, I don't disagree with what he said either. Like, for me, I want women's sports to speak. I, I, I love sports. I'm a sports guy. And... It's just kind of sad that they can't figure out how to put more games on TV, to put more merchandise out. Um, And I can tell you right now, I haven't seen WNBA merchandise nowhere for years. Even when somebody went to championship, I haven't seen a T-shirt, a hat. I don't even know who the teams are in the WNBA anymore. It just is really sad yeah, that I, I probably can name like two teams maybe, and like and I'm the type of guy like I say I love sports and I want to find a team in every sports. So in baseball, I chose the Cubs. And I just watch Cub games on WGN, so that's how I became a Cubs fan. So I, that's how I gravitate. I, I always try and find a team to latch on when the SFL was going on. You know, I'll go on for the uh, the Knights or the. Uh, the bandit, you know, I'll try and find somebody to, to root for. And in hockey, you know, 
I grew up as a kid, I grew up watching the Mighty Ducks movies. So they were so I always root for the Anaheim Ducks, man. So with WNBA, I was like, hey, I'm a Lakers fan. So Lakers got uh uh LA have a women's team, the Sparks. So I root for the Sparks. I promise you, I tried. I tried to watch the game, I tried to keep up with it, but it's so hard because they don't release information about the games. You you ain't know where to find it. You just know you just need to go to Yahoo Sports or ESPN, and they might have a little article here and there. So I put this more on the writers and in sports figures for not putting the product out there. And I say this: women want the same pay, and the women hark on, but by about not getting treated fairly as their counterparts. But we have women out here who don't even watch the games either. I, I say more men probably watch WNBA games than women. It, and the thing about it, bro, it's like that's really – there are a lot more casual fans in, in the NBA. Like, yeah, just watch it just because it's exciting. Yeah, Women's basketball isn't yeah. really exciting to watch unless you're just a real hoop kid. Yeah, exactly. And I play basketball. So that, and that's how I, that's how I try it. You know, put myself into a WNBA, WNBA. I locked myself onto a team, the LA Sparks, and I, I hanged in there as long as as I could. But it was just, it was. I never knew when the game was on. I knew, I never knew, uh, you know, anything highlights or nothing like that. Sports related was going on. Didn't know none of the players' names. I literally had to sit there and watch and look at back of jerseys. But everybody knows Lisa Leslie and Candace Parker. But I had to look on so many girls' jerseys' names. I'm like, who is this? Okay. You know, you know, I had to get the feel of their play. Then, let's be honest, it's no dunking. It's no just out-of-ordinary type stuff. I mean, they run offenses. So, you're basically watching a college game because they're going to run an offense. And it just – I want to say – I want to say – boring it just not entertaining because i feel like that they don't put that much effort into making the game entertaining you know what i'm saying like they don't break down the game like on like as they should as they do some of the pro men's sports so it's kind of hard to kind of regulate regulate what they was really going on between these two teams these two women basketball teams going on and it's just how it is. If you don't push a product, then you're not going to get interest. You're not going to make any money. And I, I agree. Cause I mean, even with the NBA, I mean, the NBA wasn't that popular until they, you know, really started pushing the, the players, like, mm-hmm. you know, Larry and with Larry Bird and Magic. And then, you know, when they, you know, when My- Michael Jordan came on the scene, that's really when it, became a a global mm-hmm. game. Exactly. And they probably they a lot of people saying Tarazi is like one of the greatest basketball players ever. Like why don't I ever see a highlight? Like why don't I ever see like her brand or something? Like they don't they don't push their players, their top players, they don't push them out there. You know what I'm saying? If, no, if they the, don't. She's been around a long time. Yeah, she's been around a long time and I still don't know all her accolades. I know she won a championship, but I don't know like every specific thing she won. I know Jordan won multiple titles, and LeBron won multiple titles. I know this and that about those guys, but I don't know nothing about Taraji. She's been around forever. 
and they don't do nothing to help. So I feel like that women, if they really want to see their sports rise, man, they gonna have to take it upon themselves. They can't wait for us, like the guys or the NBA players, to like say, yeah, you know, you know, in a press conference, like, yeah, y'all saw my highlights stuff, but y'all need to go check out, you know, uh, somebody. I don't even know who's in the WNBA right now, so I'm gonna use an old person or uh, uh, somebody from back when I was little. Let uh, Lisa Leslie, like, yeah, go check out her highlights, you know. Why do I have to wait for the NBA players to speak up when, you know, you got to put in work, too. You got to make the grind. And you got to make young girls, young girls that into basketball push it, too. I don't know. I don't know how you saw this problem of about, you know, viewership and, and revenue. And I, I feel like they target the men when they really should be targeting the women. You know? You get what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of women that don't watch WNBA, and they, there's, a, there's a lot of women that watch NBA. Like, how come? Because it ain't exciting. Why? <laughs> I'm just saying it's not exciting. I mean, I'm saying think about it, bro. Like, 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 like you already man. know. Like, people don't really like basketball, bro. Yeah. People want to see dunks. They want to see dunks. Yeah, it does They want to see dunks from now, 33. Uh, if there are any women listening to our podcast, don't take this the wrong way. It's just how it is. Yeah. In high school, it was oh, kind of bad to watch, to be honest. <laughs> and, man, you can't yeah, like it was just some high school game, it was kind of bad to watch. And it was not yeah, entertaining, like you said. It was, huh? It was. It was on our on our girls high school team yeah. that was on the like literally one hooper. Yes, literally one <laughs> hooper. So it was bad. And that's how so many colleges is. It's like literally just two hoopers on you know, that's why you come won all these championships because they had like great hoopers. They had more than one. But well, for some of the other colleges, man, it's just like when you watch and I was just like, yeah, you know what, man? I'm taking a nap. It, it was just, it was not entertaining. And I tried. Like, I try. I, I promise you guys, I try to watch WNBA. I try to watch. I watch now. I, I will watch, like, college girl hoops, especially in tourneys. Like, Duke, I, I'll root for Duke girls. Cause I, used, I used to like Duke basketball, so I'll uh, root for Duke girls back when they were really good. But... I don't know. I I don't know how to fix this, man. I feel like they should gear it towards young girls and women to show them like, hey, this is our sports, this is our arena, and uh, you know, come watch, come support. I don't ever hear about them like, uh, I I hardly ever hear about like girls camps, like not like like they do like NBA star camps. Have y'all heard anything just like so and so putting on no. this basketball camp? I know Curry they do it for men and women. Huh? That's pretty popular. Curry does one for for boys and girls. That's really popular. That one saying that's Curry though. I'm talking about like I well, don't hear about. That's, that's what I agree with you on. Is like I like the NBA players. See, that's the thing. The NBA players when they hold their camp. 
they usually do. They usually have boys and girls, NBA oh. players. But they're not. They're not. I don't. I don't. At least I. They're not. No big camps like the LeBron James Skill Academy. You know, you got Curry. You know, you got Chris Pauls. Uh, those are all big skills. Yeah, Kobe's. Yep, Kobe's. But you don't really hear about any WNBA players having like a big skill academy for any. Yeah, that's why I was wondering. Which I, I mean, it would be hard for them too, just because like they they have to you know to bring in you know money. They they play like Draymond was saying. You know, they play in the WNBA, you know, kind of spring, late spring, throughout the summer, and then the rest of the year they're playing overseas. But I have a like, question. Like, so many girls got, like, deals with Nike, and so why couldn't Nike just put together, like, a women's basketball account with the top players on their brand? I mean, they do. I mean, they got, like, the ABCD count. Where they bring in, where they, uh, the, the big count, where it's like, I think you got to be like ranked top 50 or top 100. But that's what uh, I'm saying. You got to be ranked. Like, why not just ordinary girls, like, from the community? And that's, stuff. A, that's just the culture of it, though, with the camps. Like, even even men's camps, like, you got to be ranked to get in a really good camp. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking about kids. See, I'm not thinking about, like, teenagers. I'm thinking about, like, age eight, seven. I mean, they usually have their camps with boys' camps. Is the thing about it. That's more of a local thing, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, like, community. That's why I said community camp. Like, you're trying to uh, get more younger. I feel like that's how you build on a generation, though. Am I I wrong? Uh, You're not wrong. And, and And a lot of it is, I think, like y'all were saying, there was only one hooper on y'all girls' team in high school. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't, I know, I'm not that I'm that old, but growing up, it wasn't a lot of just girl hoopers. But now there's a lot more. So I think yeah, it's, it's just like the, the evolution of basketball is slower for them than it is men, I guess. I mean, I want to ask y'all this. Did y'all see that, uh, the gym for the NCAA tournaments for men and women? Yeah. Oh, I saw yeah. how, uh, they complained about it. All right. Look, the whole time, all right, when uh, Bleach Report, I don't know who posted it. I, when I saw it on Instagram, and there was everybody, like, up in the uproar, uproar about the about the picture. I was looking at it. I said, what's the problem? I'm like, that looks like a pretty good gym. I see, I see squatting racks. I see rope machines. I see all this uh, equipment. Then I, then I didn't know the dumbbells were, like, Two separate pictures. I thought the dumbbells in the mat was another station. I'm like, they got dumbbells. They got a mat right there. Said, what's the what's the problem? Like they got everything they need. And so I just kept reading the com- I just kept reading the comments. I'm like, what are they talking about? So I went back to the picture. I kept looking at. It. Then I realized, like, oh no, that's side by side pictures. I was thinking the whole time. <laughs> I'm thinking the mat and the dumbbells were part of the big, uh, big gym. <laughs> Face. I was like, you gotta be keeping. Don't tell me they just put out mats and and ten <laughs> pound dumbbells for these women. I was like, my word, NCAA need to be whooped for that. 
Man, I was like, I said, I see why. I didn't know why people was mad. I'm like, they look like a perfectly good gym to me. They got yoga mats, you know. They got the squatting racks. They got the dumbbell racks over here. I said, dang, what they, what else do they need? Man, Jude, that, that just, I was like, yo, that's that's so wrong. Yeah, like Sony corporations, hey, they just use them for real, yeah, and they cool. don't care. But it is, I mean, it's like you said, they, they got they got to push the play. I mean, I mean, I think the only women's jersey I that I ever remember seeing, like growing up and going to the mall and stuff, like I don't ever remember really seeing like Lisa Leslie jerseys. I I did see LA Sparks jersey once. Yeah, that's was, what I'm saying. Was the other team Mercury? Who was that girl that played yeah, for Mercury? That was Cheryl Swoops. Yeah, Cheryl Swoops. That's who yeah. it was. I seen Lisa Leslie, LA Sparks, and a Mercury jersey. I don't even know is the Mercury team either even around? I think they still are. Oh. Yeah, God, Remember, I remember seeing Lisa Leslie jersey, and I remember Cheryl Swoops was on. Like, I think she was on. She was on like one of the cereal boxes that I used to uh, that I used to eat. See, they added, they added Minnesota Lynch, Chicago Sky. I never heard of Chicago Sky. How long has Chicago Sky been around? I don't know. <laughs> Atlanta Dream. I remember Washington yeah. Misty. And, and it's only uh, like 14 teams, huh? I don't know. Yeah, I like this more it's now. 20, like this. They added, 20, I think. Yeah, they added Las Vegas uh, Aces, Dallas Wings, Indian, Indiana Fever. Charlotte, see, I'm here in Charlotte now. Uh, Utah Stars. Okay, Miami yeah. Soul. It's Miami, that's new. I never seen it. Cleveland Rockers. I think the, like, if you think about it, but how many, like, how many little girls you that grow up saying like, I want to be a hooper? Like, it's cool for dudes to grow up and be like, I want to play basketball. But how many girls dudes? Really... Let me. But I can ask you the same thing. How many little boys actually say I'm gonna be a hooper though? A lot. A lot. Not NBA, <laughs> a lot. Like, you really think that a lot of boys say they're going to be hoopers? Every, yes. Ben, go down the street and ask the little boy what he want to be when he grow up. Almost every single last one of them are going to say an NBA player, a football. It, I mean, the NBA and football will be the two big ones. Probably with baseball right behind it and then soccer. But definitely it's gonna but definitely it's gonna either be basketball, football or baseball more likely. So sound to me like y'all saying it's up to the dads. If the dads have daughters, they it's up to the dads. I mean a girl like, I mean growing up girl, it was cool to like play basketball as a dude. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But for girls it wasn't like I mean if you played basketball, you just played basketball. It wasn't like Yeah. I mean, you were just kind of a tomboyish girl, but most girls, I mean, well, most of the girls that I know that play sports, they they either, if they do want to play professionally, it's, you know, it's either, you know, with like tennis, yeah, uh, 
or um size. So it was, guys, now I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I don't know you can fix this, to be honest. Got my daughter, she plays sports, but she would not watch it. She don't care. She'll play it, but she would not watch anything. It don't matter, the NFL, NBA, anything. She's not watching it, but she'll play. I don't know. It just. <sighs> I mean, the I'm thing is, to... Hoopers, the only people who watch the WNBA are like people who really just love love the game. If you if you really just love the game of basketball, like you you'll watch high school, you know, and that's mm-hmm. that's the problem. Like, my, pretty much everybody that watches the WNBA just like you were saying, like most of it is gonna mostly be guys. Little basketball. And that's tough. And I don't know what they can do to grow uh, their their brand. Maybe give out free stuff. Maybe old community. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, free stuff go a long way. <laughs> yeah, give me a free shirt, yeah. a free band. Man, they gonna they gonna have to they they gonna have to push a player, man. They gonna have to make a they gonna have to make popularize the players. Make people mm-hmm. watch. To make people say, "Okay, I want to be so and so play tonight." Yeah, yeah. Because uh, Lisa Leslie, you know, a lot of people want to watch her. So that's why I tuned in because uh, she was a great player. And I remember she uh, she did the R. Did she do an R star with Kobe? Didn't it when they did the team three point shooting thing? I don't know. It was with somebody. Yeah, I what did you need to today? He said Candace Parker. Yeah, I was about to say that was, that was the only reason I, <laughs> I started okay. watching. Oh, yeah, I mean, all y'all was in love with Candace Parker growing up. Man, I was trying to see all them games with Candace Parker, man. I was, every time Tennessee was playing, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> where she went to school at? Where she, she went to Tennessee? Yep. Yeah, Tennessee. Oh. I was in love, still in love. You said still in love. Yeah, I love, look, that's, that's bad. What you mean? So you trying to shoot your shot? Yes, call me. Be on the pod. Well, she did marry a guy named Sheldon Williams, so that I don't know, bro. He divorced now. He divorced now. I know. I mean, hey, I don't know about her taste, though, dog. She did marry Sheldon Williams. It don't matter, bro. Yeah, I don't know. It tastes that good, married, bro. She only married that man because he, he was a star at Duke at the time. And he she was NBA player. Right. He's on the go. Shaq might be working on her now. Shaq I, think Shaq, <laughs> Shaq, I think Shaq is trying to get him. Shaq, you're so tall. You might be out of luck. <laughs> nah, bro. I don't think... Hey, Shaq, Todd said, let's fight. <laughs> hey, whoa, hold on. <laughs> hey, see how your homeboy sent you up, bro? <laughs> he said, let's, let's fight, fight this one out. <laughs> when, it, <laughs> uh, when it takes off. All right, guys, let's wrap up the show. All right, uh, any final notes, anything you want to say before we get off? Yeah. All right, then. Y'all can check us out 
on major social media platforms, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Just type in BOS Sportscast, and uh, we'll pull up, like, share, follow. We thank y'all for tuning into our show, and uh, we appreciate y'all. Like I said, we're still trying to put out new content. Uh, we try to get some merchandise made, so we're going we, to get a little something for y'all. And uh, the upcoming NFL season, we are going to do a fantasy football league. So if y'all want to join that, I'm going to have more information on our website. And uh, we're going to be in it, so y'all get to compete against us. You know, I'm the, I'm the champ. I'm the man. So I want to just let y'all know right now, I'm the king of fantasy football. I'm not going to win. But check us out. No. <laughs> Taylor. But uh yeah, check us out and uh we thanks all thanks for all the love. We out of here. You are listening to Voice of the Fan Sportscast, brought to you by none other than the voices of the fans. Discussing football, basketball, news, trending topics. The one-stop shop for all things sports. Voice of the fans. Hosted by none other than Ben Swift Reynolds, Taylor Gatwood, and Tyler Wright.